0: So this week, I am sharing a really exciting announcement. And if you're listening live this week, I'm also bringing back one part of my three-part series on how to unlock the power of ChatGPT. And I'm doing both of these things because I just launched a new ChatGPT resource for nonprofits that I am so, so excited about. It's the Nonprofit ChatGPT Headquarters. So. For those of you who are longtime listeners, you have heard me talk about ChatGPT before. I am really bought into this tool. It is not some fancy, super techie tool that needs to be built out and figured out. It should be as integrated into your workflow and as simple as Google Docs. It's a capacity builder and a time saver. And my goal is to make it easy for organizations, particularly small and growing organizations where time and money and capacity are really an issue, to tap into the power of ChatGPT. If you aren't, you're leaving capacity on the table, and I want to help you solve that problem. So I took the questions and the conversations that I've been having with nonprofits for the last, really, six or seven months and turned it into a concrete tool, which is one of my favorite things to do. The nonprofit ChatGPT headquarters is an all-in-one workspace that supports you at every phase of using ChatGPT in your workflow, from giving you ideas to giving you prompts that you can cut and paste right into ChatGPT, to giving you an already built out place to save and organize the prompts that you like, the personalities that you try, and all of the work that you do using ChatGPT. So if you are still on the fence about ChatGPT, listen to this week's episode. If you're listening to a different episode and hearing this preview, head on over to this week's episode and get inspired. And when you're ready to take the next step and start saving you and your team hours of time and brain energy every week, you can head to brookrichiebabbage.com backslash ChatGPT-HQ and grab the workspace. Enjoy. Are you feeling a bit overwhelmed or deflated by the prospect of figuring out how to keep your board engaged and active all through the coming year? Here's the secret. Be intentional about planning out engagement in advance so that all of your points of engagement tie together, they build on one another, and they lead to a clear end goal. In this episode, I'm going to share a simple yet effective process for planning your whole year of board engagement, including meetings, in less than a day. Hi, this is the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast, and I'm your host, Brooke Ritchie Babbage. Each week, I do a deep dive into the mindset and strategies and tactics and tools of scaling an incredible, high-impact nonprofit. I'm so glad you're here. One of my favorite words is intentionality. It's one of those words that I use so much, I know it has to be annoying to my kids and my friends (laughs) and the people that I work with, but I use it so much, especially in the context of growing a nonprofit, because it is so important. It is so, so important. When we're intentional about our actions, we have a purpose or a reason or an end goal in mind. And then we can align our choices and actions with that end goal. We can move forward with less confusion, less friction, fewer distractions. It's easier to recognize what is noise and what is actually something we need to be focused on when we have aligned our decisions and tasks and actions to a really clear in our minds end goal or purpose. That's what I mean by intentionality. We don't have to spend as much time in the moment figuring things out because we've already done that. We've already laid out a plan, an intentional plan. There's that word again. And we can trust that the plan in front of us, the tasks that we're doing now will get us to our desired destination because we have done that intentional thinking in advance. Now, why the mini lesson on intentionality? Because it's going to help with something that is top of mind for so many people right now. And that is the focus of this podcast episode, which is board engagement. And more precisely, keeping your board members engaged throughout the year without having to figure out every month, okay, what am I going to talk to them about? Who have I not talked to? Who's sort of falling through the cracks? What is our next meeting going to be about, right? All of those things that we stress about and hold and that have a real cognitive load, a real mental weight to them. Right now, if you're listening to this live, this is the end of the year and we are careening towards the new year. And people are focused on meeting and planning more so now than any other time of the year. But six months from now, everyone will have scattered. They're going to be working on their own things. They're going to be knee-deep in new opportunities and new tasks. Board members are not going to be preparing for the annual retreat and feeling really excited about the gala or the event or the cultivation that is happening over the holidays. That energy will be much more diffuse. And it's in those hectic and diffuse energy months that you can look up and realize you haven't talked to anyone on your board in weeks. You don't know what you're going to talk about other than reports at your next board meeting, and the idea of trying to get board members energized and to begin planning for the next year-end fundraising feels overwhelming at best. This is where the power of intentionality shines. Imagine you've already mapped out your check-ins with your board members. You know the days you're going to check in or the weeks you're going to check in, what you're going to talk about. You already know the core focus of each of your quarterly meetings. And your board members are consistently and easily engaged in meaningful ways in the work and plans of your organization without you needing to pull teeth every month or every few weeks. That's the framework I want to give you today, a plan for mapping your entire year of board engagement up front. Now, your first step in creating your annual plan is to pick a standard cadence of engagement touch points and to commit, really commit, to sticking to them. Now, don't worry about content, sort of what you're going to talk to them about yet. Right now, we're going to start with and focus on structure. So step one, you're going to want to calendar four key types of board engagement. And there are four different types of engagement that we want to think about every year, and they serve a different purpose, right? Board meetings, board updates, board check-ins, and board inspiration. And like I said, each of these serve a different purpose. They are, to varying degrees, opportunities for generative or strategic or tactical touch points with either your board as a whole or individual board members about something that inspires them and is meaningful to the organization. So that intersection is important, right? It gets them excited, inspires them. It touches on something that is tied to why they're on the board and it is meaningful to the organization, and that is key. So you're going to want at least one of each of these types of engagement each quarter. My recommendation for mapping all of this out is this. Meetings are the most fixed, so map those first. I always assume quarterly meetings, but if you have bi-monthly meetings, that's fine. Just get them in your calendar. And I highly recommend having those dates set, before you go into your next year. So you can send out a calendar. People can get them in their calendars. It's not going to guarantee 100% show up, but it definitely makes things feel much less chaotic when you're trying to sort of schedule um, on a rolling basis. So meetings are fixed, get them in your calendar. Next, you want to think about your year and schedule one-on-one check-ins at the beginning and in the middle beginning and in the middle. Some organizations do this at the end and in the middle, and that's fine. The reason you want the one-on-one check-ins, and that's the second type of board engagement, right? We have meetings and we have check-ins. The reason you want the one-on-one check-ins is so that you and your board chair, and ideally these are you, the executive director, the board chair, and the board member. So, that everybody stays on the same page about those two points of intersection that I mentioned. What is really exciting and inspirational and meaningful to the board member, and what is really important and meaningful to the organization? And if you meet at the beginning of the year, this is when I recommend that board members complete their board agreements, or um, I, I've always called them board agreements. Some people call them board contracts. Um, they are essentially documents that pull together what the board member is committing to for the year. If you have a give-get, how many meetings, how they're going to tap into their networks, basically how they're going to show up as a board member in the ways that your board has defined. And I recommend doing that either right at the end of the year, right, as you're doing your board planning or right at the beginning. So that's check-in number one. What do you want to do for the year? What's exciting to you? Here's what's coming for us organizationally. Where do you see yourself plugging in and how can you be helpful, right? So that first one-on-one check-in is deep and meaningful and it's about making sure that the interests and passions of the board member are aligned with the interests and needs of the organization. The mid-year check-in is is just that, it's a check-in. How have things been going? Have you felt plugged in? Why or why not? Here's what you said you were going to be accountable for and responsible for in your board agreement. Where are you with these things? Oh, this part's been great or this part hasn't been great. Let's talk about that, right? So these mid-year check-ins serve a really important sort of resetting and refocusing function in the board member's relationship to the organization and the board. So I would schedule those next. You have your meetings as the most fixed, the check-ins is the second most fixed. Now, Third, in any month where there's no meeting or no one-on-one check-in, add an update. This is a full board update. These are not one-on-one meetings. And I recommend personally a dashboard, which I will include a link in the show notes to a podcast playlist all about board engagement where I did a whole episode on board dashboards. I'm a big fan. I think they are a very easy efficient way to share meaningful information to with the whole board. Um, and I go through that in the podcast episode. And so you can find that in the show notes, brookrichybabbage.com backslash board engagement playlist. Also be in the show notes. So my recommendation for an update is a dashboard. I also have a bundle, a board engagement strategy bundle where I'm including in addition to the outline of this plan, Worksheets, training guide, model calendars, board member, board agendas, model board agendas, and examples of different kinds of board update dashboards, along with links to Canva templates. And that will also be in the show notes. You can get that at brookwitchybabbage.com backslash board engagement bundle. So these updates are they can be a dashboard, they can be an email, they should not be long, and they should be really tied to not sort of mundane, we hired two new staff people. That might be important. I would sort of bracket those. Really, the updates are a way for for the board to hear from the executive director or someone on the leadership team about what's happening in the organization and to tie it to topics and themes that the board has said they are interested in. This is why I like a dashboard because you can have a whole conversation with your board as you're planning out the year and basically say to them, what kinds of information as board members do you really want to hear from us? Right. So there's fiscal and financial information. There's impact and evaluation information, thought leadership information. You may have board members who say it's really helpful for me to know who's on the team. So hiring and shifts in in staff, right? You get to hear from your board what as part of their duty of care do they want to hear about? And then you share that information at high level in these updates, an email, lots of white space with bullet points or a dashboard, something like that. So you want to do that in every month where there's no meeting and there's no check-in. And the reason that you don't need to do it in the months where there's a meeting and a check-in is you're going to be able to share the updates either in the meeting or in the check-in. So, so far we have, our meetings have been calendared, you've calendared or scheduled one-on-one check-ins with each board member, with the executive director and the board chair. Or if you have a lot of board members, you can split that up, the executive director or the board chair. And in any month where there's no meeting, there is an email blast update. So finally, you've gotten these calendared. You want to add your points of inspiration. And points of inspiration are the easiest. These are things like an article that you read that you thought board members would be interested in a really awesome video or picture of one of your program participants or a community member or somebody impacted by your organization. These are very, very light touch. They are quick. They do not have paragraphs of words and information. They are just supposed to be inspirational. I read this book and it's about our theme or it's about The issue that we all care about. I thought you guys would like it. I saw this article. I listened to this podcast episode. Here is a great letter that we got from somebody who's been impacted by us. These are really quick and they can come from anyone on your team. So, this is a great way to pull in the people on your program staff who um, can be able to share what's happening in their world directly with the board. So, you have your four types of engagement calendared your meetings, your check-ins, your updates, and your points of inspiration. And you'll see if you write this on an actual calendar and in the board engagement bundle, there's a really nice sort of calendar that maps this out for you. But if you put them on your calendar for the year, you'll see that most months have two engagement points and they are small, right? The idea is if you stick to this calendar, your board is hearing from you or someone on your team or your organization multiple times a month in small but meaningful ways. And you don't have to sit and think, huh, who have I talked to? There are other ways to engage them, right? You want to be having opportunities to work with your board in a more ongoing way. But just staying top of mind and sharing information that is at that intersection of meaningful to them and meaningful to the organization is a really powerful way to keep them engaged in the orbit of the organization throughout the year. Now, after you've mapped your cadence of these four types of engagements, my recommendation is just specify dates within each month and go ahead and mark them on your calendar. Right? Again, you're reducing decision fatigue in the month or in the moment by choosing those dates now. So we have set the schedule or the structure for cadence around these four types of engagements. Now it's time to pre-think about content, right? Which is the other piece, structure and content. What are you actually going to talk to them about? What are you going to engage them around? Just like with structure, doing the thinking up front saves you from decision fatigue in the moment, and it ensures that there's a continuity wherever you would want that continuity to be. My recommendation is organizing your year around an arc for those folks who work with me inside the next level nonprofit mastermind they are very very familiar with me talking about arcs and journeys right most communications with the communities inside your ecosystem your board members your donors potential donors your constituents all of your stakeholders are most effective when they are organized in relation to one another right they are you're taking people on a journey you are communicating with them along an arc. So this is a a framework that I use a lot inside my program. Basically what it means is that you map out the conversations and how they build on one another to an end goal over the course of a period of time. And here we're talking about a year. So the way this might play out, for example, is your quarter one might focus on a particular theme like the health and functioning of the board itself, let's say, right? Your board has just come out of a retreat. A lot of organizations do year-end retreats or early-year retreats. So the first quarter, they've just sort of come out of this planning zone, and they are often most focused on themselves. The board is most focused on itself in the first quarter compared to any other quarter. So this can be a really good time to capitalize on that by focusing on board-related topics, setting goals, doing a board training, thinking about board expansion. People are often really excited coming out of the year end season. So they are primed and ready to bring new people in. So your Q1 theme might focus on the health and functioning of the board. So in the arc, the next theme might build on that, right? And focus on forward movement. Now that we have talked about and laid a strong foundation for the board, how do we capitalize on that? And so maybe the theme for the second quarter is forward movement through cultivation and thought leadership right you're a quarter into the year work is up and running that could be a really great time to engage the board around the mission and work of the organization especially because it's still early enough in your fiscal year to encourage cultivation of their networks right so we're building on this idea of a strong board and now in q2 What do we want to do with our collective strength? We want to bring new people in. We want to connect people to our mission. This theme of cultivation, of thought leadership, of being out in the world and spreading our mission and figuring out how the board can plug into those activities. So that might mean educating them about your mission or issue, really focusing on having them come to programs or bringing people into meetings that give them an understanding of the impact of the work giving them opportunity to directly connect with the the mission and that energy can carry throughout the year. So it's this kind of sort of thematic organization that I mean when I say an arc. And you'll want to think about, to really execute on this strategy, think about the themes for each quarter, Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4 in your year. Now, once you have the broad themes, then you fill in the content for the various touch points that you've calendared. The way to begin to flesh out the themes and actually add content to the various touch points is to think about three lists. And you can create these in Google Docs. You can create them just on a random piece of paper. They're not heavy-duty lists, but they're ways of organizing content you already have or information you already have so that you can add it to your calendar. So the first thing you want to pull together is a list of board member excitements. Go through the board agreements. From Last year, notes from conversations you have with them, your board minutes can be helpful, board meeting minutes. And just note at least one thing about each board member that was exciting to them, as well as any general themes, places where you had a lot of board energy. Right? These give you an opportunity to map out specific opportunities to tap into that inspiration. So if there is a lot of energy or excitement around a particular aspect of your work, note that, and that can be one or two of your points of inspiration, making sure you share about that information, right, about that program. Right, This can also inform what to include in updates and where to focus your check-ins. So your list of board engagements. Second, you want to make sure that you have written down your organizational and board goals for the year. These are going to help you identify and plug into key discussion topics for board meetings and updates. Even if it's as simple as this is where we are with respect to our board goals, this is where we are with respect to our organizational goals, it's a great source of content for updates. And finally, you want to write down your key events. Do you already have dates in mind for program launches? Are you bringing new people on board? Are you expanding? Is your gala already planned? Do you have cultivation events planned? These may shift as the quarters progress, but if you have them for the first and second quarters, that would be ideal. Now, once you have these, just assign topics to each of the touch points in your calendar. Don't worry about getting this all exactly right. Don't worry about having to stick too closely to what you assigned. This is a framework and a guide. You can always in the second quarter of the year say, actually, this new exciting thing has come up and this is what I want to update them about, or this is what I want to inspire them about, or I want to shift our check-ins and actually do one-on-one check-ins now because we've had a lot of new people join our board and I want to see how people are feeling. You can always adjust. But what having these written down in advance and calendared with topics means is that if you don't have the energy to adjust, you don't have to. You've already done the thinking. You have topics for your board meetings. You already know what the updates are going to say. And third, most importantly, having this calendared in advance means that you can delegate. It means that you can say to people on your leadership team, hey, we have this board update coming up, or I'd really like to get something inspiring out to board members by the 16th of this month, that's what's in my calendar, and I don't really have the time to pull something together. Can you find something in our evaluation or update data that would be really exciting and that we want to share, right? So that's how you can use this to get things off your plate. Okay, so to recap, for each quarter, you want to identify and map out and calendar four types of engagement, your meetings, your updates, your check-ins, and your points of inspiration. And then you want to identify a key theme for each quarter, look through your lists of board excitements, organizational and board goals, and key events, and link specific topics to the calendared touch points in your plan. That's it. Like I said, don't worry too much about sticking too closely. Just use this as a guide and something that you can share with your team to get everybody involved. That's your calendar of check-ins, meetings, inspirations, and updates for all of 2024. Now, as I mentioned, in my board engagement strategy bundle, I've included all of the worksheets and the training guide for this approach. There are model calendars, model board agendas, themes, examples of different kinds of board updates, links to Canva templates, everything you will need to implement this in under a day. You can get that at brookrichybabbage.com backslash board engagement bundle. And I'm also including in the show notes, the link to the podcast playlist that I mentioned, with all of my episodes about deepening board engagement, including podcast episodes about engaging meetings and about board dashboards. You can find them in the show notes or at com backslash board engagement playlist. That is it for this week. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you back here next week for more Mastermind. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast. I always have so much fun doing these episodes definitely check out the links to all the goodies that I mentioned in this episode. You can get that at brookwitchybabbage.com backslash podcast for the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode and think that you have a friend or colleague who would also enjoy, I would love if you would leave a review and share. Have a great week.